My boy Calvin did a good job on that intro, huh? That's a jam. That's a jam. Is that royalty free for real? Yeah, man. Uh, we had an issue with our other uh, our other uh, <clears throat> intro. <clears throat> Excuse me. We kept getting booted off somehow. They got licensed, so we found Bro, a new one. Uh, my boy Dylan, I was like, Dylan, I don't have time to look for a new song. He's like, I'll find one. Well, I feel I'm like we're in a Lowe's commercial, though. Huh? I feel like we're in a Lowe's commercial. Those three dollar uh begonias or something in the grass here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's hey, up, uh, man? I haven't seen you in like a couple days. We just man. left that set. Dan, I saw you in person last time. Uh, I saw you too, man. We took a lot of pictures at Fence Tech. So listen, there's a lot of firsts and there's a lot of firsts in life. Dan and I, we just had our very first Fence Tech experience. Yeah, man, and I cannot believe 23 years of being in the business that uh, that was my first one. It's insane. I'm really I, that afternoon. I can tell you what, bro. I mean, I sit behind a desk all day, so I'm not exactly the most in shape guy there is out there. But when I got back to my room, I was like, Jesus Christ, my feet, my legs, my hips, my top. I was, Pepper was like, I want to go to the parade Friday night. And I'm like, oh, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going home. I'm drinking some whiskey and I'm doing nothing. <laughs> Walking on that concrete all day was rough for me, bro. Hey, listen. Yeah. My it feet was, was, was raw, man. Raw as a dog. My buddy Chris Cornelius down at Fences Unlimited, he said, man, next year, we're going to set us up a, a, a feet massage booth in here. <laughs> Get a 10 by 10 booth. Just somewhere to sit down, put your feet up a little bit, look guy down at the end rubbing on them. How much is that? Yeah. Like? <laughs> you know? man, I see Chris Cornelius just said that. I'm bringing a there foot massage is. booth. Hey, man, that was his idea. That was his idea. Man, it was insane, bro. I was everybody everywhere. Couldn't it took me it took me two two or three hours to go. I don't know if it took me three hours to go two rows or two hours to go three rows. I don't remember, but man, so many people, so many good stuff. I mean, it's it was insane. You just spend your whole day on on on, on one aisle, okay? Yeah, and never see the yeah. same person twice. You wonder where I got hung up at? I got hung up at uh at my salesman. Oh wow! So I'm over at the my salesman booth. Well, you were there because the AFA booth was right next door. Yes. So it was like we couldn't get out of there, man. Everybody was coming, 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 and then we ended up on Dan Wheeler's podcast. So we did that for a little while, and uh, I had my boy Benji, who does my website and marketing over at CleverFox.com uh, dot online. He was like in tote with me, just kind of seeing, checking it out because he's got about, I don't know, 15 people or so that he's done websites for it in the fence industry. So he's like, I need to go. And he's like, dude, we, we're never going to get through this place. Never. It was insane. So what's your uh, what's your takeaway, man? If you're, if you're summarizing the fence tech, uh, hey, if you were at fence tech, put a little thing in the, in the, in the comments. I want to know, hey, who was there? Where were you from? Was this the first time, second time, third time? Are you are you a lifer? You know, but Dan, how would you summarize your experience at the AFA Fence Tech this year? Man, it was it was it was incredible, man. I didn't realize the amount of people that 
watch the show. I didn't realize the amount of people that, you know, just had a heart for the industry and they're, you know, of course, everybody's trying to make a dime. I get that. They're out there trying to sell themselves. But, you know, every booth I stopped at, mm -hmm. it wasn't, hey, I'm trying to make a dime. It's, hey, let me show you how my product can make your business better. Your life. Let me show you how my product can make you more efficient, which makes you more profitable. Mm -hmm. You know, and I walked up the booths and I'm like, ah, we don't do prison fence. Oh, you don't? Like, no. So, uh, it was uh it, it was great man you know that one booth i was like ah you know i don't do that kind of fence well you should let me show you how you can make i'm like okay. <laughs> this chick believes in this stuff you know yes um, yes it was it was wild man um i was really impressed uh i know there wasn't as many booths as usual because of because of the COVID thing but man i can't imagine were, more were you affected by COVID while you were down there while I was there, yeah. No, nah, man. We look. We follow, the, uh, we follow the we follow the 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 protocol of, of of the of the local government there. Everything was good. Nobody uh, nobody acted as though there was a pandemic brewing. So it was great. we went into one restaurant. They're like, uh, we need to see your. Uh, and we were i'm not gonna say who we were with but they were like uh i don't have one the lady goes just flash me your phone so he flashes on you okay go ahead hey. <laughs> all i can say dan we learned a lot from new orleans that's i'll leave it at that yeah hey, we had a good time man we went we went and ate some lobster bro oh hey we'll talk lobster. about we'll talk about our night on the town a little bit later on in the show that was a night to remember uh I'm glad we made it out alive with no handcuffs. That's a good job, Dan and Cannon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh man, I just got a, a text message from a guy says, "Change your mind." I was supposed to go see him tonight. Forgot all about it. Or this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. Nothing personal. Yeah, I didn't change my mind. I just forgot. I don't have a mind. So, uh, look, my this is my takeaway, man. Uh, you know. I think Donald Trump could summarize this with his adjectives. Huge, amazing, incredible, strong, fantastic, you know, all of that stuff. Dan, I can't imagine. They said this is a, a watered down or smaller scale. I cannot imagine there being any more vendors or people there. Can't imagine it, you know? Yeah. Now, what did I what was I really impressed by? I was really impressed by the amount of companies I didn't know existed. You know, the amount of different yeah. fences, the amount of different gate operators, the amount of different uh, gate operators were like, they were that strong, man. Woo. I was like, I need to do more gate operators. Now, listen, everywhere. I'm walking around, Dan, like I'm the freaking president of the AFA, right? Look, I'm walking around. Look, I'm in my element. This I'm I'm around nothing but fence stuff and fence people. I'm in I'm a thousand percent in my zone, you know. Yeah, nice too. to meet you. I'm Cannon with Jackson Fence Company. Tell me about yourself. And I would end the conversation. That's how it ended. They probably thought, who is this guy? I'd be like, Man, thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. <laughs> but seriously, I meant it. I did mean it, you know. You, you were trying to get Tony's job. That's what you're trying to do, man. Yeah. I thought you were gonna ask me why I was why I wasn't in my office. Uh, you want to ask me? Yeah. Why weren't you? I brought so much stuff back. I don't have anywhere to sit. That's why. <laughs> Man, I went to the AFA booth and Tony was there. 
I'm going to tell you what, man. It was freaking hot in that convention center. I remember Matt Warner was like, uh, you thought, maybe, you think maybe they could turn the heater on for us? Oh, Lord. And uh, I saw Tony. Tony was in like a three-piece suit, decked out. Looking uh, I was like, uh, Tony, are you a little warm? He's like, I'm playing the part, baby, playing the part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, couches over there. It was, it was a great time, man. It really was. I enjoyed myself. I learned a lot. Uh, the first night, we, we, we got there Saturday. Most people didn't get there until Monday, you know. Monday night, Tuesday morning. We were there Saturday, and uh, a guy that I've become really good friends with, Nathan Downs, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, with uh, Radius Fetch. He uh, also works for Empire Fence of Tulsa. Great guy. He ends up meeting us for the Super Bowl, and next thing you know, we, like, crash somebody's birthday party on you know, some balcony in some bar, smoking cigars, watching the, the Super Bowl. It was uh, – <laughs> It was insane. I didn't think he was going to make it to his board meeting Monday morning. But, uh, man, we really had a great time bonding. Um, we ended up in Joe Everest's room or Airbnb one night. He had two Airbnbs side by side. And, uh, I mean, everybody was there. Caleb was staying to see him. Joe Everest, the guy, all the guys from Stainless Steel, Dan Wheeler, Dan Hardy, uh, Sarah Everest. I'm sure I'm missing. Oh, Rachel showed up with my salesman and Jamie. It was just all in this one Airbnb. There was so much fencing going on. It was, it, yeah, yeah. That's a it whole was, situation right there. That's a whole yeah. situation. Um, I was talking about Dan Wheeler. You didn't talk Look, about the myself. Yes. Y'all don't listen to Dan Wheeler's podcast. It's a fence industry podcast. If you I heard, did, you, learn, did you listen today? Did you listen today? No, I haven't had time. Man, I've been so busy. I'm in the middle of renovating some offices i have some office space we just got seven offices with a little mini mini uh showroom and i was over there we're painting we're taking care of lights and doors and doorknobs and ordering office furniture so i've been really busy and then on top of that i got to do my job with the fence king which hopefully uh dylan's gonna be taking that over and i can start concentrating on other things but hey i haven't had time bro uh, today on the Fence Industry Podcast was yours truly. It was me and yourself. What? And man, we made total fools of ourselves, Dan. We were like, man, Dan, we sound so good on this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I don't know. I got to find out what Dan Will uses for his podcast, but it's badass. That's all I got to say. You know, I, I was so carried away in that environment there. <laughs> It's funny when you listen to it, you know, a week later. Uh -huh. But this is what I said, Dan. I got this little headset on with the microphone right here. I said, man, I can yeah. listen to myself talk all day. I've never listened to myself and thought, man, I sound good. And I just kept remembering. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. we got Alex Harris here, uh, Fences Unlimited, from checking in from Colorado. He's on a, a ski trip, I think, man. I saw, him, yeah. saw his pictures earlier. Hey Dan, I want to know another. I got another question for you. What's the what's the coolest thing that you took home? And I mean tangible. Don't give me some kind of sappy. Oh, it's just the friendships, just the relationships. That's what I took away. Now, what's the coolest thing you took home for Penn State? The coolest thing? You know me. I I loaded my bag up. I loaded two bags up. Oh oh, I'll tell you the coolest thing I got branded thing. Yeah, because everybody's giving away hats. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yes. 
the thing that I got that I'm going to use the most is either the uh, the uh, the hats I got from the stain track guy. You seen that little stain machine? Oh, I seen the machine. I didn't. I didn't get a hat. Dude, Dylan is like all over me to buy that thing. Anyway, okay. so that and Master Halco. Master Halco had, you know, when you go to the bar, the bartenders had those bottle openers on both ends. You know, they're metal and they're Man. rounded on both ends. Yeah, two. I got two. I, got I two did two, bro. I was like twirling it at the time. Like, yes. yes. I feel like an 18 year old girl bartending right now. And Harold Brown was like, uh, I'm going to go walk over here. I don't want to see that. So um, uh, I got two of those as well. I thought I was really doing something. Maybe everybody got two. <laughs> no, I just so happened. I was like, I think I'm going to take another one. But I will tell you the booth I had the most fun at mm. was uh, Arcsite. They had a Ooh. button. Your boy got the free Yeti. I, I, got two, all, I got two of them Yetis. Well, I got two. That's because Dylan sunk all the balls, too. But So I really didn't get two. But Dylan got one, and I got one. So, and those boys at Art Site were lit. Yeah. And they didn't have a chair one in their booth. Those suckers stood the entire time. Don't you know them by um, What else I had going on? Man, I had fun at my oh. oh. I was over at Sean King's. What? Go ahead. You're supposed to ask me. You're just like, well, Cannon, what's the coolest thing you took oh, away? I'm sorry, man. I've been drinking. So, what's the coolest thing you got, Cannon? Man, listen. <laughs> they were giving away collector's items at the automatic gate opener booth. Did you know this? Collector's no. items. I got a handmade ceramic coffee mug with the big name automatic on it. And on the bottom of it, it says 37 out of 100. That's the coolest thing I, I brought home. Really? And you know what's even cooler? What? I brought home two of those as well. One was 37 out of 100. One was 30 out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got to get with my guys. I got to go to my yard and meet up with my guys. Probably going to do that Friday morning. But I had my entire team there. Fortunately, we're only 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So there was like blue fence king shirts running all over the place. I've seen that. My guys were just like, bruh. I think they caught a little bit of the fever. My boy, my boy Terry. I see Terry in the comments saying, What's up, fellas? Terry was like, Man, I'm on a mission. I want to find something in this place that's going to make my life easier so I can build fences better. And uh, he's a uh, man, he's really a blessing to have on my team. But, uh, hey, I see Ken Throckmorton. Ken, if you're still listening, you gave me a certificate for my boy uh, Zach who finished the sales – what is it called? Sales something? The uh, class? Sales training um, class. Yeah. Sales training class. But you didn't give him a sales training class certificate. He Ooh. got a gate automation certificate, and he's like, bruh, I got the gate on him. I'm like, no, you can't keep that. I'm putting it in my office. <laughs> well, that brings me to my next point, Dan. I got my first certification while I was at Fence Tech. Really? Dude, listen, I am a freaking certified with a capital C. Gate Automation Systems Designer. Really? You know what that means? I can create a whole situation, but I can't put it in. <laughs> well, look, let me tell you something. 
You might feel special that you got that, but Zach got one. He didn't go to the class. So. <laughs> That's pretty talented. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. He's going to have that suck on his wall, and he's going to be like, look, look. <laughs> he's all excited. He's getting his own office. So I went to a, a fence installation school last year uh, at AFA training on the road. Uh, I also did a, a, a gate, like a fabricating class, a, a chain link gate fabrication class. Yeah. Uh, by far. This uh, gate systems design class that I took at Fence Tech, mm -hmm. uh, led by Nick, uh, whatever his name is, from Ocala, Florida, Orlando, Florida, one of the two, uh -huh. was the best. Uh, it was hard, man. It was tiring sitting in a class for an hour, for a day and a half, listening to gate safeties and all this stuff. That's uh, that's hard to do, Dan, but... Uh, I learned a lot, man, and it kind of told me like, "Hey, man, this is what it this is what it means to be a part of a, a of a of an industry association, okay? And this is what it means to devote your life uh, to your industry, your career to your industry, and really, you know, just improving yourself." And so, yeah. no, I'm with you, man. I'm, you know, I I don't have any certification. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you, and I'll tell you why I don't. Dylan's coming up. He's taking over the business. I'm like, hey, man, you need to go get these certifications. Dad's going to work on the business end of things. And so I'm going to take some of the business in. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take operations manager school. Right. Um, but, you know, I got other I got other entities and other businesses that I run also while I'm running the fence game. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, you know, I'm going to have this big office. I'm going to be doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You need to get these certifications. And, uh, but I'm a little jealous that I don't have them. I saw Josh Glover posted like 85 different certifications and I'm sure Ken Throckmorton probably right up there with him. Hey, Josh is so, over there still uh, cooking the keyboard, trying to get all his letters in here. C, C, G, A, A, C, S, C, S, C, C. I know, man. I saw, I saw Josh Glover's deal today and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this dude's more certified than I, I don't even know. Certified. But, uh, I'm certified, certified. Yeah, I don't certified have any certifications behind me, but. So let's, hey, Dan, I don't think any less of you. You just understand that. I don't think any less of you because you don't have any credentials. I still believe you know what you're talking about. Now, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but I think, I think, I think the AFA deserves some kind of a class not necessarily a certification deal, uh, but some classes around your area of expertise, and that's systems creation and management. I think that's something that, that the industry is missing and lacking, and I think you're bringing that to the table. And for that, cheers. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, hey, yeah. I, I do. I do get something I, I want to say though, real fast before we before we run away from this whole uh, class AFA awesome oh. class. We got some things to say about the AFA. Yeah, we do. So listen, Dan, when did you join the AFA? I can let me go first. I've not been. I have planned to attend the the the, the fence tech ever, ever since I've been an AFA member. So I've been an AFA member for less than two years. I planned to go to Nashville. They canceled Nashville. So this is the first one since I've been a member. What about you? So I think you and I joined about the same time. Correct. Because you and I started talking back in uh what year are we in 2022 uh was 2020. it 2020 yeah 
during the pandemic. So you and I started talking back in uh, late 2020, and you were like, man, you and AFA member Mike, though. He's like, I think I'm going to do it. We talked to each and other in the jumping. So, look, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, man. You wonder why I joined AFA? I wanted to put the AFA logo in my email signature, and I didn't want to be one of those guys that just stole it off of Google. <laughs> yes. I was, like, I was like, 600 bucks, AFA logo. Yes. Eh, I'll do it. So that's why I joined. And then I was like, whoa, wait a second. There's a whole support system there. Um, not only is there a support system, but there's the training, there's fence tech, there's perks. You know, we use the Ace Hardware deal, you know, that you get savings through Ace Hardware. The members, members, uh, members. Member, yeah. So we use the Ace Hardware thing because we got an Ace Hardware in town. It's just closer to run there sometimes. Um, we've got it set up to where all my guys can go to Ariat once a year and they can buy a pair of boots. Nice. Um, you know, so we've got, we got some things we're utilizing and, you know, we just got a discount on our ASTM book. And let me tell you, bro, if you don't have an ASTM book, you need to get one, especially if you're trying to separate yourself from everybody else. We started realizing that because we dry pack and I don't want to get into the dry pack, wet set. I don't get all that bullshit. That anyway, this had to show for that. Right. But because you dry pack, because of the soil condition, you don't have to do as big a hole when you dry pack in certain soil conditions that you do if you wet set. So, you know, if you've got, I, I was, I was like, man, this is, this is some good information. And we've already used the manual. I got it a week ago. We've already opened it up twice. Hey, let me, I need to check this out. Hmm. So some really good stuff. Um, we're doing a pool right now. We've got an issue with a double gate. And I'm telling the homeowner the gate's got to open. It can't open in or whatever it was. And Dylan had to take the ASTM book, go down to the city and say, hey, this is what it says right here. And the inspector goes, I didn't know that. Yeah, y'all can do it. So Listen. Um, it's been a very valuable book to us. And we've only had it a week or so. There's a lot of value in reading. It ain't no different than going to church and saying, don't listen to the preacher, read it for yourself, right? There's a lot of value to be had, to be said about not listening to what the rule is, but reading it and understanding it for yourself because the whole world could do it wrong. That's fact. It'd be different. I would go down a rabbit hole really fast on this on this conversation here. And I won't, you know, we had a, we had a conversation yesterday uh, with Sean Keen about compression and tension. And it's, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Some of the things you see versus some of the things you read and what the truth is. You will see 99% wrong. You're correct. You know, and he gets a lot of slack for that. And know? if you do things right by the book, you're going to look wrong because everybody else, you know, it's, it's a whole it's a whole thing. But listen, this is what I want to say, man. You and I were joined the AFA about the same time. We went to our first fence tech at the same time. And you know, like I know, because you and I have said the same thing. What does the AFA do? What is it for you? Here's the deal. It's not a cliche, but people say this. You, you, you'll get out of it what you put into it, right? 
I'm you sorry, never, man. I just I just heard you simply go off. Was that your text messages going off? <laughs> That's my yeah, automation. That's somebody talking back to to the boys here. But yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that later. I hear your automation going off in the background, but that's awesome. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, what you got here? Well, look, I just I don't know. Um, this whoa, 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 whoa. is hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike distracted me here. Let me get my thought out of my head. My uh, Dan. I just want to let you know that TV in the background is like a big mirror. I saw Mike walk in and stand there. Oh, Mike! <laughs> Listen, being you can be a member of something. You can be a member of the church and not go, not participate, and have your name in the back of the book, right? What are you going to get out of it? I don't know. You can be a member and not go, not use it, not want to grow. You can be a member of the industry's leading association, not participate, and ask the question, what is it? Why is it? Why? Or you can give into it and be like, damn, man. Man, you know this as well as I do. There was a lot of people there that, that knew us because of what we're doing here, right? right? It is what it is. Cool. But the more that we talk about the things that we know, man, it comes back in waves, you know? It does. It really hey, man, does. I heard you talking about that nail gun. Let me tell you about the nail gun we have and, and why it works for us. And like, okay, you know? Man, I ended up at Sean King's booth. Just swinging by, and I'm like, eh, I don't really need to spend a whole lot of time here. Been there, done that. I got half the tools he sells. I know they work. And here we are. We got a guy that's uh, sitting there telling Sean, it's not quicker. So I just went in the whole dance selling mode. I'm like, hey, man, look, you don't have to listen to Sean. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And the guy looked at me like, yeah, he doesn't. I said, because I do. And I just started telling him the same exact thing Sean was telling him. And then when I showed him you can nail up pickets, not even nail, not only nail them up, but nail them up without a level. Because I asked him, I said, do you set your post? Oh, well, yeah, I set them level. Well, then you should be able to nail up your fence boards without a level. Yeah. And when I showed it to him, he was like, I know it looks faster, but I just, it's just the way I've always done it. I'm like, well. I don't know what to tell you, man, but I got a guy that I can have a guy come to work for me. And within two weeks, mm -hmm. I can let him loose with a bump board and nail a fence boards. That's it. That's I mean, it. it's not this. It, it, it's so dumbed down. Why would you not spend the money for that? You know, so look, man, you know, back on the AFA deal, we got some exciting news about the AFA. Um, Karen and I have made a commitment that we are going to interview every single one of the AFA board members. So then that way, everyone out there can understand what each of them does, what their duties are, how they, um, how they put into the AFA, how they complement it, and how they make it do what it does and make it successful. Because... You know, what does the president do? What does the treasurer do? Who are they? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've talked to some of these people and I'm like, you did what? You do what? Mm -hmm. It's kind of mind blowing, man. Mm -hmm. When you start talking to these board members and what they do. I thought Tony was the president. Huh? I thought Tony was the president. Yeah. So I, I'm in a, a Facebook inbox 
Josh Glover put me, you, and some other people. <laughs> anyway, hey, you know, I want y'all to meet Sam. And I'm like, okay, yeah, AFA. I'm throwing up like strong symbols and stuff. And, and then I'm like, so who's Sam? I'm like Sam's the new. I'm like Sam's the new Tony, and they're like, no, 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 that's not at all who Sam is. Right. <laughs> so you and I look like a couple of idiots in that chat, and it's like, no, Sam's the president. I'm like, uh, I didn't even know. So with that being said, with us being as active as we are in the AFA, and we don't even know who the president is, much less the treasurer or the, you know, we know who the executive director is. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start interviewing these guys so y'all can find out who they are, what they do, and 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 see how the process works, man, and see how hard these people are working behind the scenes to make the AFA what it is. And if you if you're like me, and and and, and if you're like Dan, to, to me, Dan, I just want to talk about fence anyways, you know. So for me to get on here and talk to you about some fence stuff. That's pretty daggum natural, you know. For me yeah. to get on here and talk to the uh is he the president or the vice president? President. He's the pre Sam is the president. Sam. We gotta get this figured out. Guys, we are crazy. We're crazy. We thought Sam was taking Tony's job, but that's not the way this this is set up. <laughs> you know, anyways. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have I'm going through and I'm gonna have everything on the Trello board for you. We're gonna have it all spelled out who's who, what's what, what they do, how they do it. So then that way, when we interview, we're on track, okay? And what we need, Dan, this is the first step we're going to do. We're going to put together um, a flow chart. You hear this? Dude, that's your automation. Is that amazing? So that little thing you're hearing is uh, a software called Simply that <laughs> Canon finally went and got after I've been like, Canon, you got to get this. So Canon's got webhooks set up in his job nimbus and it's sending people text messages and those are the people responding to the text messages at 7 30 at night while nobody's working sheena's going to come in in the morning and be like hey bob wants to move forward hey joe wants a different price and it's just following up with them and right now that noise i wish i'm going to talk to simply I gotta uh I gotta meet with them tomorrow. <laughs> cha -ching. I'll be like, hey, could you make that noise go cha ching instead <laughs> of bang? Because <laughs> because being that those web hooks work with job nimbus and it's working with our workflow, it's just when I hear that noise, it's just it's money in the bank. Or it's somebody saying, Hey, I'm not interested. I found somebody else, your price was too high. Okay, fine. I just did not waste my time driving 30 minutes to your house. Look, it's Dan, listen, this is one of the best things that Dan Blanc has taught me in the last 60 days. He taught me a lot <laughs> overall. However, listen to me. If you're not running your business with a, first of all, a CRM, customer relationship management, CRM. If you don't have a CRM and you're using a notebook, you're Wait, this hard but it's more than just having a CRM, man. No, no, listen, I know you're right. That's the first step. You gotta, you gotta have it integrates with the things that make your business move. Dan, listen, I I get the full screen right now. Okay, that means no. <laughs> listen, we'll we'll be equals. So the coolest thing that Dan has taught me in the past sixty days is, 
is the word A-U-T-O Mations, Automations. All right. You hear that? That's it right there. That is it. Somebody is having a conversation right now. That's that noise. I'm not doing anything with the robot in my computer. Yeah. They're making a, I don't know what they're talking about. You want to go see? No, I don't want to see. Let's see in a view of that in the morning. Bro. Yeah. So that's a conversation happening right now. And so one of the hardest things to do in our business, uh, because we're all busy, is to, to give attention to the person in front of you. But also remember the other 17 people who haven't made a decision to follow up with them. That is hard to do. It's very easy in this fast paced business that we have to forget those other 17 people. Automations pick up those pieces and they follow up on your behalf and say, hey, Miss Jones, I haven't forgot about you. Have you made a decision on your fence? Is there anything that I can do to help you? P.S. Sheena. P.S. You want to know what I found out about automation? What's that? It doesn't stop and you can't slow down. Wait till you get your whole automation rolling. You're going to be like, oh shit, I can't. I got to I got to get this done because there's another automation coming up. So it finds that it, I find that it's pushing me. It's accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Harris wants to know what the name of the program is. It's a program called Simply. And we use a real IP, which is a voiceover uh, IP. So uh, your cell phone number gets ported over to them. And then you get a cell phone number that you can talk to friends and family with. Your phone's not ringing all the time. It's amazing. <clears throat> um, and it integrates with Job Nimbus, which is a CRM that both uh, Jacan and I use. Mm -hmm. You make a web hook and simply put it into Job Nimbus, put it into a workflow, and just it, it, it's good stuff, man. It really is. Mm -hmm. And look, and that's one of the things that we were going to talk about tonight. We we're going to talk about new software. We we're going to talk about software mergers. Um, and I learned something today. I talked to Matt Warner over at my salesman. <clears throat> Matt, is that is that you simply going off again? All the time. You hear that, don't you? Yes, I love it, bro. I got mine muted, so that's why you don't hey, hear listen, mine. We must be getting like twenty text messages a week, okay? To like at least twenty a day. And here's the thing: your CRM system will send an email. People don't, what you say last week? Check emails. Don't check emails. They're not letting anyone email out. Goes out. And then there's a text message set up six minutes later because that looks natural. Hey, John, I just emailed your quote to you to this email address. Well, look, man. So not only do we have the automation set up, but my salesman is talking to Job Nimbus about. Uh, yeah, partner up with them, man. So imagine if somebody goes into my salesman, puts in all their info, and it just bloop, pops into your CRM. All their information is there. You wake up the next morning like, okay, Billy Joe Bob did this. All right. Let me put them in this workflow. And then simply takes over, and you start texting them and emailing them. Pop, 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 pop. You start pounding on them. It's great stuff, man. And then uh, – my salesman, who they hook up with? Who are they just partnered up with? This My salesman and Arc site are now. So, Am I to say that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You look at me like, bro, that's not, that's okay, not what I want to do. Okay with the big man. Um, so, like, for like six months now, people are like, you know, I'm just starting my business. What software would you recommend? Mm-hmm. And I've been saying my salesman plus ArcSite equals success. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to one of the ArcSite guys um, prior to FenceTech, like the week before. He's like, you know, man, we're in those fence groups, and you've been saying this in the comments. Mm-hmm. And us guys at ArcSite are like, how does this guy know this? Did, did my salesman tell him? And I had no idea that my salesman and ArcSite had a partnership that they had going, and uh, they were going to announce it at FenceTech. So that's exciting news because ArcSite is great. My salesman is great. You know, we bought a couple of iPads today. Um, I told Dylan he's got a week to get it set up. I'm ready to rock and roll with it. I didn't realize that I could take <sighs> these guys are so helpful over there, man. I'm like, hey, I want to do this. Okay, we'll get our team to modify the program to do that. Right. That's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah. Hey, uh Justin Neri, Dan, do we have a code or, or a link? Uh yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, Justin, uh, Justin, inbox me, man. I've got some information. I've got some links for ArcSite, my salesman, Job Nimbus, all the stuff we use to uh, run our business. Um, talked to Tony Thornton today, and he said, "Man, efficiency equals profit profitability." And uh, Tony's like, "Hey, man, I want to come down and visit with you, Dan, and see what you're doing because we're doing consulting, and I want to make sure that uh." that my, my uh, customer is going to have the right software to be profitable. Hey, JR, listen, uh, JR is wanting to, I guess that's like a software update from my salesman, the, the, the delete button, I guess, instead of the back button, maybe. Is that right, Dan? Listen, yeah. if you want to see improvements, this is my suggestion to you. One, send it straight to, the, to, the, to, to, to Rachel and Matt. Uh, and understand, this is a small company. My salesman is not a huge outfit you know it takes time the 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 second best thing you can do is refer people to the program because the more revenue that's in there that you know that makes things easier to do so look man i talked to matt today and i'm like hey matt we need this we need that he's like look man it cost me eighty thousand dollars to open the program and make changes deal with the glitches Get everything figured out and close it. 80 grand. I believe it. You know, so I get it. I totally get it, man. I get it. I understand it. And, uh, man, (laughs) every one of my customers runs through it. Every one of them. You know, so to see that my salesman is um, having talks with Job Nimbus, my salesman's already partnered with ArcSight. That, that merger is about to happen. They haven't completely merged, but they're like this close. They're ready to make it happen. That's great news. You know, so then I start adding up what these programs cost, and it's relatively cheap compared to pencil, paper, losing a customer, not having automation. You know, uh, matter of fact, I made a video today about something that's pretty exciting with uh job nimbus um i've been a huge hearth hearth 
you know how we we need to show that all at once, man, and rewind it uh, with nobody else on the screen. But uh, Job Nimbus has linked up with a company called Sunlight Financial, and it's integrated with them. And uh, you need to take me off of that. All right. Can I just put it on there and rewind it? So I went ahead and did a little video for y'all today to right, show guys. you um, how how this uh, Sunlight Financial is integrated with um, Job Nimbus and how my guys over at CleverFox.online, Benji, has made a widget slash GIF to put on my sales plan. And our customers are going to go on there. They're going to figure their fence. There's going to be a thing right there that they can click when they go, I can't afford this, but wait a second. Does finance it? They can click it right there. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, and in my inbox is not only going to be Joe Smith got a price on his fence, but it's going to say Joe Smith's already been pre-qualified for financing. Let me go ahead and show you. And we haven't even spoken to the person. Been working on this so, uh, financials form. Cannon's not being a really good uh, tech guy right now. Cannon, what do you want me to do, Dan? Video, man, rewind that. It was, that was the very beginning. No, it wasn't. Rewind it and make the whole screen. Just so we're gonna go ahead and click on that. We're gonna go ahead and click on that, and this is gonna bring you to my virtual fence designer, which is something that I've coined. I don't call it my salesman, but look at what we have here. We've got this real estate here where we can use it for advertising. And uh, my guy Benji over at cleverfox.online, who does all my marketing and website stuff, he created this widget slash GIF. And not only that, we got where we can click it to get pre-qualified for financing. So imagine this. We'll go ahead and fill this in like we're a customer. We're going to put in uh, an address here. Well, not that address. But the nice thing about my salesman is if you can't find your home, they've got this new blank canvas, which is sweet. You just drag this to what the shape of your house is. It's pretty awesome. And then uh, you add your first fence. And if you look here, it shows each block is 30 feet. So I can go ahead and, and do this. Draw my fence. So if your house is a new construction home, you know the layout. You got the plans to it. You already know what you got. And you can draw it. It's pretty awesome. Then you can add a single gate. You can add a you know double gate. Maybe you're on a corner and you want to have access to your backyard. But the thing about this is, is the uh, financing link is still here. It's still flashing. Hey, we can finance your fence. Soft credit check. No prepayment penalties. 650 credit score higher will get you 9.9% .9 financing with 5, 10, 12, and 15-year terms available. This is really awesome, and we're going to be talking about this uh, this Sunlight Financial. So once you do that, you're going to hit Next, and then you're going to pick your uh, fence style. Now here at Defense King, we only do wood and aluminum, so we're going to go ahead and pick wood. 
We're going to do a standard dog-eared fence. We're going to go with cedar, and uh, we're going to do six-foot privacy. When we hit next, customer gets their price, and look what it says right underneath it. Oh, my, I can't afford that. Oh, well, let's go get pre-qualified. Click it to get pre-qualified. It brings you to Sunlight Financials form. You fill it out, and tomorrow morning, whoever checks the emails, not only are they going to get a My Salesman that shows how much the fence is going to be, they're going to get a form saying, hey, Joe went ahead and found out his fence is going to be $11,000, and he went ahead and filled out this pre-qualification form, and he's already pre-qualified for a loan. I mean, it doesn't get much easier than that. Joe went ahead and found out his fence is going to be $11,000. And he went ahead and filled out this pre-qualification form. And he's already pre-qualified for a loan. I mean, it doesn't get much easier than that. So, is that... Is that not amazing or what? That is. Uh, Why are you so loud? Also, I don't know. Is that is that amazing or what, man? Am I really loud? So, no, it might have been me. I might have turned it up to listen to myself talk. But is that not amazing? I mean, here we are. I'm home in bed watching, you know, Scooby Doo with the kids. Whatever you do. Watching 60 Minutes, I don't know, whatever the hell you do at home. Drinking, swimming, and you go check your emails, and not only has your customer gotten a budget, but now they can get pre-qualified. You wake up the next morning, not only do they know their price, they know they've been pre-qualified, and they have picked a financing option, 5, 10, 12, 15-year option. And I feel like that guy on TV. But wait, there's more. Integrate <laughs> with Job Nimbus. So when I get on my Job Nimbus and I got you know uh, Miss Smith up there, I can just click a get financed right in Job Nimbus. It fills out the form, emails it to her. Look, man, we're moving as fast as business is over here. And, uh, well, we're making stuff happen, bro. This somebody financial is amazing. Here, here, here's the thing, man. Here, here's the main thing. We, a lot of times, we emphasize and we stress oh. how it makes our business and life easier, right? And it indeed it does. It does. Here's the main thing, though. We have to look at things from a customer perspective and what we're doing with these platforms, these software companies who are stepping up to fill that gap. They're, they are allowing us to meet our customers where our customers want to be met. Okay, They want to be met on the Internet. They want to be met at 4 o'clock in the morning. They want to be met. They don't want hassle. You know, They don't want to be forgotten. Thank you simply for reminding, uh, for sending those text messages out. You know? Uh-huh. And it's allowing us to make the customer feel valued, you know? Yeah, I know. But you want to know what I really like about it? What's that? Is I can go sit down with my 
old lady, watch TV, and my CRM's doing all the work. You know what I like about it? Tell me. I like that little ding, ding, ding noise, and I don't have to. I don't have to look at it. <laughs> I love it, man. It's it's amazing. But seriously, so, man, it's. Uh, I was talking. I was talking with uh with uh Matt Warner today. He was in the airport. He's headed down to my boy Caleb, stainless steel experts. They have the uh, stainless steel experts university this weekend. Killing it. Look, man. I said the same thing to ArcSight last week when we were at dinner with them. Same thing at Job Nimbus. Ken and I had dinner with them too. They're all they're all talking to us about their 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 software and you know what can they do better for us? And they're listening to us, which blows our mind. I don't know why they want to listen to us. But anyway, I'm like, look, man, when I get on Uber Eats, I pick a restaurant, I'm like, okay. Hey, honey, what you want? I want a burger. You want bacon? Yeah, I want bacon. No tomatoes. Okay. I'm not talking to anybody, man. I hit payment source. Oh, give the guy a good tip. You know, I live a little ways from that restaurant. All of a sudden, I hear, I walk to the door. The guy's not even there. The food's sitting at my front door. We grab it. We sit down and eat. I haven't conversed with anyone. I didn't talk to someone at Uber Eats. I didn't talk to someone at the restaurant. I didn't talk and have a relationship with the driver. I got what I wanted, man. People just want a fence. Now, I understand in my, in my region and what I do, I do residential work. Mm -hmm. Those people just want a fence, man. You know, when I look at people like, you know, Luke Gibson and those guys, they're selling $60,000, $100,000 fences. I get it. They want to see somebody. They want to have a meet. They want to shake your hand. I get that. But when you're selling $3,000 to $15,000, $20,000 residential jobs, those people don't care, man. They want to build their burger on Uber Eats, get it delivered. They want to wake up, let the dog out the door, and the dog doesn't run away. That's all they're worried about. They don't care if Cannon's a great guy. They don't care about all that. And that's what I'm finding out. You know, I run into guys, oh, man, I make friends. Man, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. I'm here to build a fence. I'm building a business. I'm not building a checking account. And, and Dan, I listen, that, that's where you and I, look, you, you heard this today and I heard this today. They say, Dan, you and Cannon have a great clash. You guys balance each other. That's where you and I are different. We're just different on that. And that's okay. Yeah, you want to be out in the people's yard playing with their dog. I okay. like the damn people. As much as they drive me crazy, I like, I genuinely <laughs> like the people, you know? And I genuinely want to build, uh, you know, friendships out of this. And I believe we have made a lot of clients our friends over the years. You know, I like that. I really like that, you know? And I like the fact that I can knock on somebody's door and they open it up and I say, hey, I'm Cannon. And they say, hey, I already know who you are. I've seen you all. <laughs> Facebook, on TikTok, on whatever, you know? Yeah. I like that, you know? And I also like the automations because my customers feel like they're more valued, you know? And I think because of that, our fences are more valuable, okay? So we offer a better product at a better value, you know? 
But you're in a different region. You're in a rural region. Oh, everybody says that. That never worked here. I can sell a fence in the in the city where I'm at, like I'm telling you. But when I move outside of my city and I start moving to the Lee Road area, the Abita Springs area, those people are like, hey, hey, boy, I want to meet you. I said, Dylan, he's great at that. Mm. I said, Zach. They they still want to be touched. They still want to have that eye-to-eye feeling. But I'm fortunate enough to where I don't have that issue because I'm in a city setting. I got a lot of people from New Orleans that are here, and they don't care, man. They just – I can't tell you how many times I've been in a restaurant or at a (laughs) bar in a restaurant – and people, hey man, I like the rain. I'm like, well, the fence came. I'm like, why you did my fence? I'm like, who are you? They tell me, oh, never met you. Hey, nice Here, you. here's the other thing. Here's the other side of that, though. We got a, we have an entire generation coming behind us, and this is only going to get greater. They're going to college online. Okay. Yes. They're, no, they're, they're getting uh, not kicked out of school, but school is getting shut down for a pandemic so they're going to high school online okay yeah they're 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 they're, they're not going to blockbuster they're going, they're going to netflix and they're getting their movies you know they're 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 meeting people on facebook on uh snapchat Dude, people on to the bars to date. they got tinder yes they got dating apps. and so what what is happening in front of us is the whole idea of anything and everything that can happen in real life can happen better and faster online okay and we would be wrong if we said that fencing does not apply you know oh yeah everything's better everything's faster on the internet except for fences look man we're ahead of the curve here at defense king we're ahead of the curve and that's what's happening yes there's still people that want to shake hands in 10 years from now, they, they don't care what your hat looks like, what your accent is, how nice you are. How much does it cost? What is your Google review? Am I going to get the most for my investment? And when I let Fluffy or Snowball out the back door, are they going to get out the fence? And these Telling kids, you. or I'm saying these kids, this generation, okay, they've spent their life behind a the keyboard. They've spent their life behind this, okay? They grew up with iPhones. I'm not far from it myself, right? I find appreciation in people uh, when I see their messages. Naturally, I look at their grammar. I don't judge them necessarily, not on purpose, you know? But everything that I've done in my lifetime has been based on reading, and the people behind me is even more so. They judge us based on our grammar. They judge us based on our punctuation. They judge us based, you know, how 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 tech we are? Do we document sign or do we say press here, press hard, uh, sign here, press hard, three copies? Which guy are we? You know. Look, man, I'm look. I'm reading what Jr. Gotro said. Where's he at? Now look, Jr. He's in my inbox. He's texting me, and Jr.'s like, look, I'm setting up automation to get my customers to document sign my my contracts using Simply's SMS webhooks. He finally figured it out. I gave him a little tutorial, let him go. And what is he doing? He's taking simply and he's coupling it with Job Nimbus to get his automation done, to get his customers moving along. 
you know. Um, I see. Uh, I don't know who this guy Jeff is. He said you not you guys need to get some other perspective from. I don't. I don't know what he's trying to say, but <clears throat> I would have to say he's probably not agreeing with us, which is fine, man. We're not. We don't think we're the authority on things. We're just telling you what works for us, you know. And uh, oh, there he is. Guys that do CRM and are automated, and also meet customers and see how they work. I don't see you guys talk about many other processes than your own. Hold on, and hold on. Than your own what you are familiar with well yeah i mean i'm obviously going to talk about what i'm familiar with and it's working you know i'm so, telling you it works i've tried other things and it doesn't work well, it I, just works I, for us this no, is what, i love no, how joe i love how joe ever says it so so what joe, he's saying go ahead. What, what he's saying is that's that's all he hears on this on this channel is about crms and automation and here lately uh jeff i would say you're 100 correct but listen to me uh, I love, we have salespeople here. We meet with eight to nine people every single day. We enjoy doing that, all right? The reality of it is, I like that whiskey ball. The reality of it is, though, is, 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 is time and obstacles and other things get in the way, and it becomes hard to follow up. So when we talk about... Uh, and every everybody can can choose to use like an automation as they as they would like you know um for me i think ours is is lighter than than a lot of other people's probably bands you know a uh, lot less often you know um and sometimes an automation here's the thing doesn't have to do with the customer at all it might be an automation that says hey canon it's been four days. Call this customer today. Right. That's an automation. We haven't heard from you. Yeah. And so that's that's those are the things we're doing uh, to help us to not forget without having to assign a date to everybody. We put them in a bucket. Four days later, uh, the program knows, hey, remind Canon to call this customer. Um, what's Josh Glover saying here? Scroll up here. All right, here we go. Hey, right. Josh says, we closed four jobs this week that our competitors had lied to the customer about our products. One literally told the customer that our vinyl wasn't rated for ground contact. If we had an automated sales process, that uh, we likely would have lost those. Let's see, there's another part of that comment. I don't have my mouse tonight, guys. I'm sorry. It's kind of slow. Oh, he says the Uber analogy assumes the customer knows what lettuce, tomatoes, and ketchup are. 99% of them don't know when it comes. Uh, Josh, listen, I agree with that, man. I'm not, uh, me personally, man, I'm not a, um, I want automations to help me, okay? And so what's happening right now, if you heard the ding, is it's, it's, uh, I have no idea what's happening. I hadn't even looked at it, but I get it, man. I want the opportunity to upsell a customer. I want the opportunity to say, hey, listen, this is the difference in pine. This is the difference in cedar. And this is why it matters to you. Um, two reasons. One, it gives them a better product. Uh, two, it's a little bit more revenue. That's what we're here to do. So I like the opportunity to meet with these people and educate them personally. Uh, let's see. 
All right, so here's an automation here that just happened on our end. Uh, today, uh, looks like, I don't know who this was. Maybe, let's say David. David sent out a, a proposal. Uh, he comes back to the office. He works with this proposal. He emails it, okay? Uh, 22 minutes after he emails that proposal, a text follows up automatically. Hey, just letting you know we've emailed uh, your fence proposal to this email. It automatically plugs it in. Please check your inbox. If you don't see it there, check your spam. If you don't see it there, let us know. We might have something wrong. You know, So it verifies the email address by putting it on their phone and also tells them where to find it and what to do if they don't see it. So that's just... Uh, I don't know. Just an example. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I'm not. I'm not selling fence through my automation. I'm following up. Hey, we sent you your contract. You haven't signed yet. Hey, we sent you the link to pay for your to, for us to come out and verify your measurements. Yeah, and you haven't paid yet. I'm not going. Hey. What about your fence? You know, um, we are having interaction with our customers. It's the pieces between the interaction. I mean, and the is, you can't ignore. You cannot ignore the interaction. If you no, do, so I don't. I don't. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like, oh, we're totally automated. No, we're not. You can't be. We have points of interaction, but. There's interaction here and interaction here. Between that is automation. Then there's automation, then there's interaction. And if you if you don't if you don't track it and keep up with it, what happened is uh, the wrong automated message will go out. That's well, look, man, I had a lady the other day, sixty days out. We put her in her. Oh, I'm going to get back to you. Thirty days after we put her in there, she got a text and an email. No response. 60 days later, she gets a text and response. And usually when the automation is about to stop, it says, can we close your file? That's that's like the email subject line. And then inside it says, uh, hey, we're going through our records. We're closing our files this month. Uh, can we close your file? Yeah. And you know what they say? No, no, I'm still waiting on my insurance okay. agent. Oh, wait, wait, I'm still waiting on my SBA loan. Don't close my file. Okay, no problem, Miss Jones. We'll go ahead and put you on a we'll get back board and we'll follow up later. We'll and here's, here's the other thing, Dan. We have done it the other way, right? For the whole history of our businesses, we've done it the other way, you know? So we do have perspective to the alternative of, of no, uh, no automations, you know? Mm -hmm. We have perspective there, and and the, and and the perspective that I have is, hey, I forget people. Just like I said, this guy texted me a while ago while I was on this on, on this call. He says, "Did you change your mind?" Oh, I didn't change my mind. I forgot. You know? Yeah, I forgot. It's a whole different. That's a whole different conversation. However, this guy's probably nowhere near having as much going on as I do. He probably takes it personal that I didn't come and listen. That's not my intention, you know. Right. I, I care well, about you. I don't want to hurt your feelings, you know. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Alex mentioned automation doesn't replace personalization or education, yeah. but it makes things a lot more accessible for the customer. 
Yes. And see, that's the thing. We are constantly educating our customers and we are personalized. Once we send them to our virtual fence designer and they do that deal, we call them up. Hey, I see you're online. You did our virtual fence designer, you know? Oh, actually they go into my, is this within your budget? When they say yes, we call them. And then we start having conversations about fence and what fence and this and that. Okay. Let me go ahead and tweak that estimate that you got when you are on a, on our virtual fence designer. Right. We tweak the estimate. We send it to them. Right. Once we send it to them, I don't need to call physically call them and go, "Hey, have you made a decision?" No. Text an email. Hey, you made a decision yet on your project? You don't want to. There's no reason to. Why do I need to call them six days later and go, "Hey, your price expires tomorrow"? Here's when I got information for that. Here, here's the other thing. Uh, here's the other thing, Dan, about that is that. You absolutely have to manage it, right? We don't talk about it. it. Makes you more accountable. You have to be aware of what's going on in there. Otherwise, it makes you look bad, right? But this is my opinion only. I am very customer first. You know, I'm gonna make sure the people that choose to do business with us that we take damn good care of them every single time. That's my belief. Okay. Uh -huh. Even if we lose all the money we got in that job, we're gonna take care of it, right? So. Yeah. For me, on the flip side of that, we offer you a free proposal. We don't charge to go out there. We'll do it for free. We'll give you four options, five options, six options. That's, Dan, that's where you and I are different, right? However, on the flip side of that, contractors get a bad name for taking advantage of people, for not doing what they say they're going to do, whatever. Say it how, how Let me, hold on. Dan, I'm going to, I'm going to full size here. Go ahead. I, in my opinion, <laughs> if we provide you a free proposal, if we drive, if we invest money and time and resources to talk to you about your project, which we're happy to do, do not misunderstand that. That's what we're here for. We don't want anything, you know? However, I think it's fair in exchange for that. We have an answer. A yes, a no, perhaps an excuse, right? And and follow-ups will do that for you. And you don't want to call somebody every week. It starts getting weird, right? It starts getting weird. We've got one that's called a drip. After a few weeks, we put them in a drip, and every 10 days, they'll get a message. And then 15 days, and then 30 days, and then 60 days. Next thing you know, it's 107 days, and they get the message, hey, it's been a while. We haven't forgot you. Are you still interested in doing this or do you want me to close your file? You know, I don't want to put you in the lost sales column unless you tell me to. I don't. Exactly. And I also don't want you hanging out in the boards, cluttering it up unnecessarily. You know, I just want an answer. I can take a no just as well as I can a yes. You Dude, know? I got some emails that have been coming to me and text messages. People that I want to do business with but I just haven't had time. I'm okay with the follow-ups. You know what I do? Shit, I need to get to that. Delete. I get the text and I'm like, shit, I need to make time for that. Sure. And then next thing you know, two weeks later, I get it and I'm like, I'm glad these people are doing it because I've been deleting their emails. Right. So, 
the follow-up is not i'm not using automation to sell my jobs i'm just using automation to follow up in every little workflow of my job you know of the job and the workflow is did you go do the virtual fence designer is this within your budget it's more have about you your, have you paid your uh your consult your on-site consultation fee because like Cannon said, he, he I, I don't go on a job unless we get paid. And if you can't, but by the time we go on a job, they've been through the virtual fence designer. They've been through, is this within your budget? And they say yes. Then we call them, talk to them about their project, give them a more precise number because then we use more software. We use our local tax assessor's office website to get a more precise price for them. Then mm -hmm. at that point, hey, here's your price. Are you interested? Yes. Would you like a salesman to come out? Yes. Well, let me tell you how the process works. Dan, listen. If I but could summarize it, it I, works for me. Look, if I could summarize it, we need to get off of this topic. I don't think we're supposed to even be on this topic. Yeah. Automations, in a nutshell, and a CRM coupled together. Yes ensures that your customer receives the experience okay that you have designed within your company every customer gets the same or similar experience you know that's important yes that's how we reinforce it period and what we're talking about needs to be tweaked to your region your customer base and not only that but the style and type of fence you install. Mm -hmm. Could I use this system if I was in the ag? A little bit, but not as much as I do. You know, Josh made Josh made a, a great point. People know what lettuce is. I get that. But we're talking to the customer at some point saying, hey, look, you know, you're gonna get more for your investment if you go with a cedar fence. Mm -hmm. uh, rather than going with a pine fence you have a pool well you know what if you have a pool you're going to, want to go to cedar fence because it shrinks less you have more privacy we have those conversations and then we price it and then stick them back into an automation so there's these little blurps of personalization and conversation mm -hmm. with automation filled in between so anyway yeah and look if it wouldn't be for job nimbus if it wouldn't be for uh simply I don't know how I would do it. And now, now on top of that, I got, you know, Sunlight Financial with the financing. Um, I think we're going to have a record year. And we had a hurricane last year. I think we're going to beat this year without a hurricane, without a national disaster. We're going to do more this year than we did last year. And we had a boost in our sales from a national disaster because of the automation and because of the financing. And because of my sales, man, and because of Arcsite, all those things grouped together, yep. they're like glue holding my business together. Yeah. And we're not even talking about company cam and, and, and companies like that that we use to run our business. You know? Dad, I'm right. You're dad, I'm right, Dan Block. Hey, Dan, listen, it's been an hour and 14 minutes since we started. Yeah. And yeah, you may not be at 6 30, but, uh, I was running a little late, guys. My bad. So, hey, what's next week, Dan? Do we have a uh, teaser? Um, 
I think we need to, uh, I think we're going to interview, I don't know, maybe the AFA president. Maybe we'll get Sam on here. Yeah, I like that idea. Hey. Uh, oh, the women of the AFA. The women. The women of the AFA. I like that. You know, when you say what did I learn about fence tech, and I learned that there's a lot of women involved yes. in, in, in the fencing industry. A lot of women involved in the AFA that are making things work. You know, I, I, in one of my uh, comments on a Facebook post this past week, I mean, you know, Matt Warner, of course, she's the brainchild of my salesman. But Rachel... She spearheads that man. She makes that happen. You know, Matt jokes and says, Hey, I'm the brain, she's the looks, but she makes it happen, man. You know, and then um I was fortunate enough to meet uh Veronica. I don't know Veronica's last name. Uh we just recently became friends on Facebook or I would know it, but you know, Veronica is uh Mark Olson's right hand right hand woman, if you want to say. I'm sitting right here yes. at the desk right now, man. Yeah, with 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 SWI. With Christian desk behind me. Women run Jackson Fence Company, believe it or not. You know? Yeah, I know. So yeah. So look, man. So so anyway, Veronica is like Mark's backbone. You know, Mark's all over social media, all over YouTube. But Listen. you want to know who's keeping his stuff running so Mark can do that? Veronica. You know, um, like for me, Kirsten, my assistant, she doesn't realize how important she is to the fence industry. She's dealing with um, with her grandmother who's, you know, may pass away this week. And I told her today, she said something. And I'm like, yeah, you totally out of touch. But I'm used to leaning on her because she makes everything mesh and all the gears come together and work and nobody knows really who Kirsten is, but if I wouldn't have her, man, Jesus, you know, so, you know, the women of the AFA are a big deal. We're going to be interviewing some of these ladies that are the mesh of things. Um, hey, who look, else there's, is there's women. We don't even know. We don't even know. We got introduced to a lady the other day and apparently she's, uh, the AFA, Chief Executive Coordinator. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got to get all that down. But we're going to find out. And you know what? Everybody's going to know who everybody is in the AFA when we're done with it. Because I see, I see who I want to get on the show. Not to, not to, not to say. Um, I love the AFA. I love any association that supports fence. I love anybody. Anybody who loves fence. I want to get Brian uh, Frederickson. From Los oh, yeah. Angeles, the guy who oh, started the Fence Workers Association. I want to have an hour with him on here. That's a cool <laughs> guy. Just, I'm sorry, y'all see my little back scratcher. Did you see Taylor just said I work with Joshua Glover every day? I need a trophy. Taylor, I'm about ready to come spend a week with you, girl. So things are about to happen down there in uh Panama City. But man, I ran into Brian. At AFA, and you know what? Guess what he was wearing? A Las Vegas t-shirt, fence t-shirt. And guess what else he was wearing? A cowboy hat. cowboy hat. Ain't it nice <laughs> when people dress exactly the way you, you know them? Yeah. 
I can't tell you how many people said, how come you're not wearing anything that says Fence King, but all you guys are running around Fence Tech with uh, Fence King? (laughs) Hey, one day I dressed up a little bit. Every other day I had on my blue jacket, my blue shoes. I saw you. I I know who that guy is. Well, we went to dinner and had uh, lobster. We had seafood pasta stuffed lobster. Char grilled oysters, huh? I sat right next to uh, your wife, uh, Kristen, and I don't think she said three words to me. All she did was just. <laughs> we had a good time, man. That was a great time. John Nimbus was there that night. You got good wife. Had a good dinner. So, hi, Dan. As much as I love you, and I love talking fence, and I love all these. Uh, People and their names. We gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta go. Hey, bro. Love you. I'll talk to you during the week. Cheers. Hey, guys. Feel free to hit us up in our. Uh, and give us some ideas. Me and Dan, truthfully, were born. You want to know why we're talking about automations and we don't have perspective? That's all we know. <laughs> Look, go to myfencelife.com. Okay. At the bottom of the page, it says show ideas. Just Ooh. click on it and say, hey, I want to learn about this. And if you want to be a guest. tell you what, Cannon and I probably don't know anything about it, but we know somebody that does. So we'll get on the phone. We'll learn about it. Maybe have them on so we can educate the industry even more. You know, uh, My like Fence Life on YouTube. Go like our Facebook page. You know, um, we're on five different podcast platforms. We're just trying to educate the industry. And, uh, and hey, I want to see Ryan Sloop. That's what uh, Justin just said. I'm going to tell you something, man. Dylan came back from AFA University in Dallas. And all he talked about was Ryan Sloop. Ryan Sloop. Man, I really like that guy, Ryan Sloop. Lou Gibson, I really like that guy. I'm like, these are ad guys. We do residential stuff. So these guys must be really great guys. Hey, listen. uh, I want to – oh, I want to tell you all something. Please go like and follow me on TikTok. That's Jackson. (laughs) Dude, you're on TikTok. It's out of control. Listen, I I need you guys to go there and show some love. There's a lot of freaking haters on TikTok. They're not as nice as you all. They're not as nice as you all. People call me dumb. They tell me to go get a real job. Um, they say I'm an idiot. They say I'm completely wrong. All of this stuff. Uh, oh, look, right here. What? Eddie Chandler commented on your video, TikTok. Let's see. Hey, Veronica. Oh, this guy, he's criticizing me about how I set fence posts. He says, mark it 68 inches, mark the rail four inches down from the top of the four by four, and learn how to shoot a line by an eye. And he does this. Like I'm supposed to know. People are telling me. But listen, 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 listen. we got a video on there. 963,000 views. We're we're freaking 37,000 away from a million. You know what happens when we hit a million? You know how many people I hear talk not about nothing, it? not nothing. That's what happens. 
be a real man, nail a fence by a string line. Look, that's great. I can do it. I got guys that work for me that can do it. But you don't need a string line to nail up fence. You know how many people tell me uh, you built that fence with, 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 with nails and it's going to be falling apart in 10 months or less? Jesus Christ. I went to bed one night crying over this. <laughs> Called in to work the next day and everything. I don't believe you. Called myself. Got the call waiting beep. <laughs> hey guys. All right, bro, we got to go. We've had too much to drink, too much good times. Hey, we love y'all. We enjoy doing this show a lot. And uh, we will uh, see you soon. Veronica's all in the comments. Veronica, you need to uh, get your uh, your butt on this show. And then, listen, we're gone. Oh, here's Stain Track. Man, y'all have to leave us alone. We got to go. Stain Track is saying hi to Dan. Stain Track, listen, go back and watch the video. Dan Dunn gave you a shout out about how I long did. it is. Ooh, Look, Stain Track has been in my emails. He's been emailing me videos, emailing me pictures of the racks that they use to drive. I let Dan everybody over here like a little kid. He's all excited. So I let everybody scan my freaking uh, QR code. All right. I had no idea what they were doing. My inbox is blowed up. Man. Yeah. Hey, listen. I'm going to let you go. Remember two things. Um, you're not wrong, Dan. You're not wrong. But I'm you're not, right, not right. And I'm okay with that. I'm just doing the <laughs> worst to me, man. So. Justin there. You can't leave. I will have to leave, Justin. Do you want to stay on another hour? Do a little encore? I got that much left. I got a, I got about eight more beers left. Uh, I got to have a fifth left. We can go. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? <clears throat> in the comments, are you having a drink tonight, or is it just me and Dan? What do you want to What do you want to talk about? We'll We'll definitely have our opinion. We're not saying it's right. Blue Moon. Have you had Blue Moon beer? I put an orange in mine. I feel kind of dainty to do it, but I like it's it. so good. I had one for the first time right. about a month ago, and now I love it. The Blue Moon's good. Look, when we were at uh, Fence Tech, all those guys were ordering Blue Moons, remember? Yeah, followers. I see, I see me. Man, I don't know if Kevin Nelson is on here listening. Blue Moon is he, He's outside Panama City. Tessa Marie. Te talking about women in fence. My God. Tessa Marie. How did you not mention Tessa, Dan? That's why I don't mention people, because you're going to forget somebody. I just work here, man. Tessa's building the damn fence. Yeah. Tessa, we be I've on seen our rack, I've seen her rack aluminum gates videos. Rack oh, and man. aluminum gates, building fence. Uh, yeah. She's getting over the Rona. Look at that damn vinyl fence in her profile picture, though. Look how pretty that is. Yeah. Talking about the Rona, you remember when we interviewed Zach Payton? <laughs> yeah. Getting over the Rona and he couldn't yeah. taste anything. So he was drinking all the alcohol in the house he didn't like because <laughs> he couldn't taste it. It was yeah, great. I remember that. Hey, uh, what do you think? Uh, Tessa, will you be on the show? Uh, I would love to have Tessa on here. Tessa, so, Marie and Tessa, Tessa is a really unique individual. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tessa, but I believe Tessa is in Tennessee building fence, and she has subs 
in Texas building fence for her. So I think I think I'm right about this. In Texas, if I am Tessa, how the hell are you doing that? She's in it's got to be software and it's got to be technology. She's in Tennessee. Yeah. And she has contacts in Texas. Yeah. It must be her exes. I don't care how she's doing it. Oh, my exes, fencing Texas. <laughs> if I got to get some exes in Texas so I can build a fence in another state, I'd do it. Uh, so, um, you know who I met who is pretty much a firecracker? Is oh, oh, wow, hold on, hold on. Kevin Nelson of Hip Square. I love that guy. I saw his name on here. Dude, I, Kevin, I, he's Kevin, took, Kevin took a a driver and rigged it up with a throttle cable. I saw that. Did you see that? Yes. And he throws his driver up on like a 20-foot long post because he's driving down there in Florida in sand. And he's got this long throttle with a trigger on it, and he gets it level. He's driving post by himself, <laughs> all right? And he hits that trigger, and he's leveling up. And he just drives the whole damn thing like a twenty-foot post with a throttle, all by himself with a torpedo level. He's so and he's so calm, cool, and collected, man. Like yeah, he's very low key, laid low. He's a lot but, of fun. Wait, wait, but his old lady. Have you met his old lady? No, she's fired up down here in Louisiana. We say old lady. Have you met the missus? She's a firecracker, bro. Uh, I think her name's Tina. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. So, that's it. Yep. Yeah. She's a firecracker. She's on track. Takes shit off of nobody. You know uh, what I like, Dan? I think Kevin's scared of her. Kevin, are you scared of your I'm scared of mine. <laughs> I'm terrified. He said, yeah. That was, that was a dynamic duo there. Um, Listen. They're 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 a great couple, but you know what I really like. This is this is kind of coming to my head now. All these people are popping in. Kevin Nelson, Tessa Marie, Veronica Richardson, staying track. Listen, we get to knowing these people. All right, now listen. You guys have an advantage. You're looking at us. You see us talk. Did you hear? What's that? You simply. Okay. I just got simply. I'm out of town traveling. I definitely want to move forward. I'll talk to you Saturday. Automation. This ain't your time. Definitely want to move forward. Hey, listen. <laughs> you need to have a different perspective. I'm kidding. Hey, what I like is this. We get to know these people, all right, by their name and their profile picture. Yeah. And then you see them in person and they're like, Oh hey, I'm Kevin Nelson. It's like, oh, I know your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I met a guy. I met a guy in 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 New Orleans uh, up on up on the second on the balcony on Bourbon Street. I'm out there, and you know we're around a bunch of fence guys. I'm up there in this balcony with with Kristen, and, and it's it's this guy, another guy, and a and a lady, and I'm looking at the end, and I'm like. I'm not trying to be stereotypical. I'm like, man, they gotta be some damn fence guys. They got to be some fence guys. You know what I mean? They look like fence right. guys. And so we're out there, about a minute goes by. He says, uh, 
Hi, Cannon. I'm like, this dude knows my name. Hey. And I I shake his hand. I see I'm Cannon. He says, well, my name is David Bishop. I said, damn, David, you got some dogs in your profile picture. He said, yeah. I said, dude, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> Dan, oh, man. Dan Wheeler, face, yes, Tessa Marie. That's called the face to the name. I like it. Hey, that. man. Dan Will is a man. He's the guy we did the uh, the podcast with. He's the, the guy with the soundboard. He is. He is. He is. Dan well, Wheeler. Man, you, don't, you, don't look, you don't. He got a face for what he does. I'm sorry, guys. I'm looking up at my. At my, I got a seventy-five inch TV on it. I'm looking at at a company cam. I'll show you what I'm looking at. I'm looking at what my guys did today. We video and picture log every job. That's kind of ugly, man. What is it? Look, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you what my uh, construction litigation attorney told me today. I put him on speakerphone. And um, I said, Dylan, you got to hear what this guy just said. I said, get him. Say what you said again. He has been doing construction litigation for over 30 years. And he, and he literally said, you are the best customer I've ever had. And I was like, why? He goes, you had pictures of when you went out and looked at the job and video. Yes. You had pictures and video of the job before you started, the day you started, you had pictures and video all day, three times a day of the entire process. Not only do you have all of that, you have recorded conversations between you and the customer. You have the voicemails they left recorded. You have all the text messages and all the emails he goes in 30 years i have never had a customer that has had all this information he goes when i walk into court whenever that day is going to be we're waiting on the date we got a lady owes us about eleven thousand dollars um he goes when i walk into court i know without a doubt that you're going to win because of all the information you have Look, this is this and is that has to do, and that has to do with simply job nimbus having those two linked together is what has caused that and i have everything i need to go to court for a lady who just decided she didn't want to pay me her uh you know, what he's, you know what he's saying to you though you make it easy to defend you yes and nobody likes going to the to the bar with the yappy guy that's gonna get everybody into a fight. Nobody wants to be with that guy. Well, you know, here's the thing, man. On top of that, he mentioned my uh, my agreement that I have with my customers. Mm -hmm. He's like, man, you got everything covered in here. But I gotta go to court with this lady, and you know what I'm thinking? I'm not thinking about the eleven thousand dollars she hasn't paid us. I'm thinking about when people Google Fence King, they're now going to see a lawsuit. That's what I'm thinking. And I don't want that, man. But how am I going to let 11 grand slide for some lady that her fence is so nice 
that we used it as our Christmas marketing video on YouTube and posted it all over social media. You can't afford to let it slide on behalf of the people who work for you day in and day out. And, and, and on behalf of the customers, the other customers, you can't let that stuff slide. You know, so I was talking to, uh, to, to my other attorney, I'm talking to him and he's like, Dan, do you realize that there's some construction companies that I deal with and their profit for the year is 11,000. You cannot afford not to, pursue this you know mm. anyway it was hey, like that, it was like good news and bad news you know what i mean it's <laughs> good that i got this but the bad news is it's going to be in my google search tessa's got a question for you she says so you and i have talked about company cam how do you motivate your guys to use it my guys don't push back but they kind of grown and i always forget because they're balls to the wall on the oh the guys forget Whoa. because hold on hold on first of all do you see Dan Dan stand up you don't push you don't push Dan Blanc around uh, when Dan says hey I need you to uh, open this app up on your phone and take a picture you just yes sir got it so you're not, you're not pushing that around Tessa <laughs> so Tessa I run a pretty tight ship and my ship says this it says you know what the fence king existed before you and the fence king will exist when you're no longer here so you're either going to do it my way or you're going to hit the highway and i reserve the right to smack purpose for this and if you want me to continue paying you the way that i'm paying you i need to make sure that you do all the processes and procedures that I need done to make sure that I get paid so I can pay you. That's right. Now, with that being said, I don't take shit off of nobody. I run the show. You do what I say. Or there's somebody. Look, I got an inbox full of applications. I can replace you easily. Yes, it's going to cost me money to teach this person how to do it. Yes. It's going to cost me money to make sure they do things the way I want to do it. But you know what? Somebody out there wants to work for the fence king. And somebody out there understands what I'm doing. So you can either get on this surfboard and ride this wave with me. Or you can tread water and we'll just slide on right by you when we ride this wave. And that's how Man, I do have it. We started, I don't, have we started the second show yet? I don't know. But I don't put up with no shit, man. I will... I will Hit my guys up in the crew app. Hey, man, it's like 1 o'clock. Where's your uh, midday update? Oh, hey, well, I don't want to no shit, man. This is, I pay you to make morning, midday, and end day updates. Tell That's me what I pay you for. Period. Uh. Now, if you can't do that, I can find somebody that can. <laughs> Period. Hey, you should have heard Dan on, on uh, man, listen, Dan Wheeler, we owe you an apology, bro. We walked through the freaking fence tech uh, floor. Listen, we are in hog heaven. Like, we're in uh, Facebook reality. You know, this is a whole new level of, of, of like, wow, you know. We get on this little thing, man, Dan Wheeler, we owe you an apology, man. We took over his, his little thing, uh, and we just like... After I heard it, I was like, man, we sounded so dumb. I was like, man, listen, man, we 
on our show, we made a commitment. We're going to have a good time. We get on our show, we drink, and we talk real. Sometimes, I think we found sometimes tonight, we drank a little too much. You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I don't mean to comment. Anyways, uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, so <laughs> on, man. I'm reading Dylan. Yeah, there's no questions asked, man. I don't, look, and Dylan gets aggravated with me sometimes. He's like, you need to calm down. No, I don't need to calm down. This is my baby. It's my way to highway. The reason why I am where I am is because of my mindset, my forward thinking, and being ahead of the curve. But it's it's so it's with me or you against me. It's a team. It's a team. I choose yeah. to not say stuff like it costs me money. I like to say what well, costs the company money. You know, that's the way I like to say it. No, but, no, I say it costs me money. I got a job. Wait, wait. You know what I tell them? Okay, how would you like me to uh, take five hundred dollars out of your check this week? Oh, I don't like it. Well, you're taking it out of my check. So it's okay to take it out of mine, but not yours? Here's another. No. All right, then. We're on the Man. same page. I want my paycheck. You want yours. Here's a uh, another woman in Vince here. Oh, okay. Harrison. I'm getting another whiskey. Another one? Yeah. It's not Is that a square? Pull that up closer. It is. It's square, man. I don't know. My old lady makes these, bro. I thought they were round. Well, I had rounds, but apparently, so she got tired of bringing me ice during the show, so she got me this really cool uh, ice thing. Holds ice, keeps it frozen. From the hotel. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> no, but this is like the real deal, bro. This is like corkle. God knows how much you pay for this thing, but I'm going to tell you what. It's been two hours now, and I'm in a drop of water in this thing. Anyway, back to it. What were we talking about? Man, we're talking about drinking too much. Oh, well, yeah, so we got on Dan Wheeler's podcast. Man, listen, Dan, do you remember talking about chalk lines on his show? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm taking my headset off. I'm out. See you. Uh, I don't know what my guy's doing online, but you talk about finance you know companies and, and the ones you don't like. I said, like, "Oh my goodness, we was having a good time though." In the in the midst of it, it was. But I went back and listened. I kind of cringed. I was like, "Dave, mm. yeah, you were bringing up the chalk line." I don't know what my guys do on the job. Twenty five years ago, it was a different ball game, but nowadays. Yeah. Did anybody uh, did anybody listen to the Dan Wheeler podcast today? Does anybody listen at all? And if you did, the, did you hear the conversation about chalk lines? Do you know what a chalk line is? If you know it, put it in the comments. We may or may not. You know what's Stain Track saying? Nathan Downs. Man, what did y'all do on that Monday night, Dan? Bro, Sunday night, Nathan Monday was night. so super Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, so Super Bowl Sunday we were. Smoking cigars, we ended up, the bar that we were at, we spent a pretty good bit of money. Wow. And they had Blanton's. And they're like, yeah, we got Blanton's. I'm like, I want to buy that bottle. And the lady's like, ah, you know. I'm like, I don't care how much it is. Give it to me. Because Nathan had never had Blanton's bourbon before. So I convinced the owner of the bar to sell me their bottle of Blanton's that had never been opened, by the way. So 
I grab the Amex, slide it down the bar. I'm like, so I stuck my head out the door. I'm like, Nathan, I got blends. Nathan came running like a little kid. <laughs> he come running inside just to drink some blends. Um, fortunate enough, we didn't drink at all. So we brought it to Joe's room the other night and, uh, Joe got to drink some and whoever was there. I think Dan Hardy was still left. A bunch of people had left, but, uh, yeah, Nathan, um, Nathan almost didn't make it to the board meeting Monday morning. He, uh, woke up at like seven 15. He was supposed to be there at seven. Good times, man. Is he Nathan is great. Stain track. I don't know if that's Cliff or not. That is a uh, comment, but Cliff has been all in my emails, sending me videos and pictures. Thank y'all. I really appreciate you because, uh, Dylan is, wants me to buy one and I really don't want to, but he wants to do staining. So we're going to, we're going to get into staining. That's next on the list. Um, we're going to find some space where we can do staining and have it covered. And we're going to be the first people not only to offer staining, but to offer driven posts, to offer postmasters, to offer diggers we're uh we're trying to change our industry in our region you know so <laughs> you hear what veronica said what was that drink too much i don't understand the words coming out of your mouth so apparently veronica likes little bitty hands that's word on the street uh shauna can you automate a text to the crew to remind to use company cam? I don't have to automate. I know when noon hits, if I haven't seen crew my, my crew app go off, I'm like, yo, where's it at? Because everybody in the company depends on the crew app. Sure. And in the crew app, if you haven't done your if you haven't posted that you did your update, then when a customer calls and says, Hey, are we gonna finish today? My assistant's like, uh, I don't know. Well, why doesn't she know? Well, because you haven't done your morning video. You haven't done your midday video. So I am very adamant on it, and I am constantly on their asses about it. Constantly. Hey, where's your video? Hey, where's your pictures? There's Kirsten, Dylan, Dan, and Zach all need to know because we have customers asking, hey, are you going to finish today? Hey, what's the lead time? When do you think you're going to finish? How much did y'all get done today? And then I'm able to take those company cam videos, grab them, drag them, drop them into Simply, text it to them and say, hey, this is where we're at with your job. That's right. And they're at work, and they can literally see the progression of their job. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. Hey, listen, I love you and I love Fence and I love the people here. Yeah. I have got to go home. I got some leftover tacos from uh, Taco Tuesday on 222.22. We had chicken and poppy seed. Poppy seed chicken. You got to be careful that poppy seed, man. I'm hoping there's some more left. <laughs> Look, man, I love having conversations with you. I love talking Fence. I can't wait to... Uh, Hey, 
Don't look at the comments. We got to get out of here. Don't look. Don't look. Somebody's saying something. Don't look. Oh, that's Sean King. Sean King. What's up, baby? Oh, What's up, bro? Sean here. Last minute. Sean's here. Man, I listen. think he did that shit on purpose. No. What's he waiting to the very end of the Saints? Sean, what's up? Sean, do you remember me trying to sell a straightaway to some guy who didn't uh, believe about believing the straightaway? He had the best damn booth in the whole thing. He really did. Like as far he had as like spinning, like it looked good, but man, that was there was constant, constant going on. And he was right there at the front door. That was a great spot to be. Uh and then Colin was in there with that beard. Man, looking good. Like, I wonder what Colin's putting in on that beard there. He has hey, like oil or something. I need something. I think Dale had uh, pants on. I think I saw Dale with pants on. That's like uh, legendary. Hey, Sean, did you sell? Did, first, first things first. Did you sell uh, a bunch of stuff? I want to know. Just say yeah, I did. I don't. Oh, yeah, I did. So two, two, uh, what happened with the hard head challenge? You versus Dan Wheeler? Like, did that just go mute? We heard a bunch of hype, 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 hype. What happened there? Hey, uh, you see this guy Soto? Yeah, he's, he's been in my guy. inbox on Facebook. Great guy, really trying to uh, make something out of his business. How you doing, Soto? Hit me up, man. Oh, uh, we to get right out. Somebody said Colin Uber. <laughs> hard, <laughs> the hard head challenge was a success. Hey, did you see so, the? Uh, did you see the concrete slug hanging? Listen, you're talking about women okay. in business. That post puller, the easy pull, whatever they call it. That's a woman. That was a woman there with that product. It's about women and beer. Wait, wait, so I saw the post puller. The big blue, the big blue tripod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I texted Sean on the side and I'm like, hey man, there's somebody over here promoting your product. I just want to give you a heads up. And Sean's like, uh, you know, I'm kind of in partnership with those people. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm just looking out for you, bro. But so my guys this morning we had tore down a bunch of fence and they had all the slugs that they had cut off and pulled out the ground and they had them on a pallet so dylan noticed it dylan said look do you see these slugs and they're like yeah i'm sorry guys i got something to buy but uh dylan said do you realize and he pulled out a tape measure and said we're doing 30 inches Look at our slug compared to theirs. And I think it finally clicked in my team's eyes that, wait a second, we're building better fence than that's anybody it. else in our region. And that makes me happy, but it makes me sad. It's like, you know, Listen. come on guys, let's get on the same page. Let's put out a better product. Because if we don't have everybody putting out a product like that, then how are we going to raise the tide? You know? <clears throat> so, anyway, it was. Yeah, he ain't. trying to get some more damn viewers. <laughs> Listen, I done, I, done, I done brought the TikTok up. You're late. Everybody's already on mine. But seriously, um, I tagged Sean in a bunch of my videos. Hey, uh, Stain Track Stain System says, what went wrong with the post pulling? Stain Sean, uh, was like that. Nothing what? wrong, man. The, the, it was just the post was set, man. Uh, the, the post driver didn't work well. Uh, 
Oh, no, it, was, it was cold. It was wet. Uh, Sean, look, salute, Sean. Listen, damn it, Sean. You know, earlier I was talking about reading the reading the ASTM book, talking, reading it for yourself versus listening to everybody else. Ninety-nine yeah. percent of the world will be wrong, and the one percent's right. So listen, we built this. Uh, we built the sixty-foot cantilever gate this week. First of all. We've never built a cantilever gate, and we built the 60 foot. Okay, and they've already cranked out two 30 footers. I think we've found a little niche here at Jackson Fence, and it's called cantilever gate building. Okay, so, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. So here's the deal: cantilever gates. You get a two and a half inch steer to 40 top rail. You get a two and a half inch steer to 40 bottom rail. You have to keep your verticals no more than 60 inches apart. So we go through 60 feet. Uh, what's that? So we get 12, basically, look at it like fins. You get 12 sections, okay, across 60 feet. Sean Charles is in the middle of it. Um, he says, hey, which way are you going to put your, your braces in? I'm like, well, we're going to put them in compression. We're using pipe, right? We're pushing the gate up, okay? Right. And he says, no, you got to uh, put them in tension. You got to put them in tension, man. Every gate. Every gate that I've seen, I've seen at least 12 to 13 since that conversation has been either wrong or Sean's wrong. Which one do you think it is? I don't know. So Sean, he says, let's test the gate. He wants us to hang that damn 60-foot gate here at our shop, which is a whole ordeal, uh, both ways, and see which way has more flex to it. Right, he called me today. Man, I will come down there and help you do this if you need it. And I said, Well, it's funny you say that because <laughs> it actually takes 13 people to pick that gate up, and there's only 12 of us, so you might have to come down here. Hey, man, tension's the way to go. So, look, I'm looking at the comments, and there's a guy in the comments, Andrew Acri. So Andrew's dad is actually the CEO of a bank here in town who has – it's all over the Gulf Coast. I think they range from Florida all the way to Texas. So I'm friends with his dad. So, of course, his dad's like, hey, you got to do business with my son, Andrew. So I'm like, eh, okay. So – Is it this guy right here in the comments and the bank? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew, Andrew Acker. He wants to know what I'm sipping on. So Andrew – works at uh northwestern mutual let me tell you about andrew he doesn't need to ride his dad's coattails <laughs> andrew is my northwestern mutual uh broker he handles all my brokerage accounts he handles my key man insurance policies my life insurance policies the dude's on point i don't care who his dad is and he loves bourbon so shout out to you andrew thanks for uh following us man that's what's up yeah thank you andrew thank you uh hey tory barnes my guy he says he loves his cannon hey tory's a uh a team blue team member here and you know, probably cory you gotta love me too man this is like Do you know cory dan have you and dan have you and cory met I, I don't met cory but he should he should like me too He's cool, man. He does. He always says, I like that, Dan. You the man, Dan. You the man. Well, Cannon, you, bro. Dan. Andrew's the man. I can hit I can hit Andrew with an email. He responds. 
Listen, Life is good. Thank you, all right, man. Man, let's man. do it. Shao King, thanks for coming in uh, and, and messing our video up. We just lost Dan. That's probably a good thing. We have been trying to log off for the last uh, 54 minutes, to be exact. And every time we go to log off, somebody pops in and is like, hey, I'm late to the party. Uh, so anyways, Dan's not here to slow us down. I'm just going to not look at the comments, but I am looking. Anybody else cool? Uh, Soto? <laughs> uh sean says dan's out justin says you're welcome uh sean king says the hard head challenge date style i like it so kevin nelson good night uh good night kevin i'm out see you fellas dan whoa, whoa, whoa. wait 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 we're out bro we're out we're out we're out i don't know what happened man i don't know we gotta go man we gotta go just say bye like, say goodbye all right. Hey, guys, y'all keep on fencing. We love you. We love the fence industry. Uh, keep on doing it, man. Don't That's look it. at the comments. <laughs>